From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Torque TV. It definitely has a ring to it. Panthers, I'm telling you, call me. Call me. Ken LaVica live with Keeley Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, got you for another half hour or so here on ESPN 106. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, the title sponsor of Ken LaVica Live. Sign up for summer semester courses. Now it's your path to the sports industry, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. All right, Keeley, let's get into our listening lunch here our listening lunch are the audio clips you need to hear and we react to them as you hit your lunch time on this thursday afternoon and let's go ahead and start with tim hasselbeck who was on get up tim hasselbeck on get up this morning on espn talking about who has the advantage in the game between the Bills and the Pats. It's going to be cold. It's going to be single digits. It's going to be near zero. Who does that benefit? Here's Tim Hasselbeck. It is going to be freezing. Two degrees above zero. It's going to feel like below zero. It's one of those classic NFL weather games, which I think fans love. And how does this particular game become impacted by the weather? The cold, Mac Jones versus Allen. Belichick has all the experience in the world in cold weather games. Who gets the edge based on the conditions? Well, let me say this. The awful weather conditions, no doubt, would favor the New England Patriots. We saw it in their first matchup. But, Greeny, you just had the, the forecast up there. Yeah, it's going to be cold. But that's fine. You know, like So to me, I don't think weather ends up being a factor in, in this game if that forecast holds true. Look, that, that to me ends up being a win right there for Buffalo that it's just going to be freezing cold and that there's only going to be gusts of 14-mile-per-hour winds. Like that, That's not going to affect the passing game. What would affect the passing game is what we saw in the first matchup. The second matchup, when it was cold, not as cold as it's going to be this weekend, Look what Josh Allen did. He threw it 47 times, ran it another 12 times. They put the whole thing on him. And so I think if if that ends up being the case, this Buffalo team, you know, ends up having the advantage with just cold weather. You know where this is coming from, Keeley? It's because the Bills yesterday practiced indoors. So you know what the Patriots did? They practiced outdoors. And so that's easy. For us in sports media, we see that. We just salivate over it. We need to gobble that up because that means Belichick is preparing his team better. The elements, cold weather football. But this is so much different from the game earlier in the season where Mac Jones only threw three times in Buffalo mm-hmm. because there were 35 to 40 to 45 mile an hour wind gusts in that game. This is just cold. This is mm-hmm. Buffalo. The mm-hmm. Bills are going to be affected by cold weather, whether they practice inside or they practice outside. The cold is a complete non-factor. Nobody gets an upper hand here except the Bills who are playing at home. 
I was confused by what Hasselbeck said for two. So what did he say? I got lost. I think he's basically. I think he's basically <laughs> saying that it doesn't matter. Uh, it's it's cold weather. There's no wind. Josh Allen's gonna be fine. He'll throw 47 times in cold weather, and he'll do his best to run the Bills' offense the way it is is maximized. You know what? Do do we talk to Stone on this show, or do we just let not him? yet? We don't talk we to don't Stone talk to yet. Stone? We, he's not gracing us with his presence yet. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna make eye contact with Stone. Okay. Stone, as as a QB, would you rather in cold weather to win the game? I know we'd rather throw all the time, but would you rather move the offense on the ground, or do you need to start throwing early? So Stone says the ground, and so that's and the reason I went to Stone because I had to go to the great Stone Labanowitz. Uh huh. Friday Night Lights. Right. And ask him this question because it made sense to me that I know just walking outside when I lived in Maryland, my hand would freeze up. So I can't imagine it's three degrees and it's going to feel like negative eight, whether there's wind or not. Cold is cold. I know you're from the shy and, you know, us Texan, native Texan, now South Floridian the last 10 years and Stones a South Floridian and we all know cold like that. But I know the human body. (laughs) <laughs> and, and that is going to be cold if you're a quarterback. So I would think that the advantage is going to be on the ground, whichever team it is. Because it's cold up in Foxborough. Yeah. Both teams this can run. I mean, Devin Singletary, the FAU grad, has torn it up the last couple of weeks. The, the Bills can run. We know the Patriots can run. I just, listen, Josh Allen, if this is a conversation about whether or not the Bills are going to be able to throw the ball, because you do want Josh Allen throwing, Josh Allen went to college at Wyoming. You know how miserably cold with no buffer for the wind it gets in October and November in Laramie, Wyoming? It is the absolute worst. Josh Allen will not be affected by cold. Josh Allen's going to be fine. Josh Allen can run the ball. Now, in case... He needed, though, a little bit of an edge, a little bit of an advantage. Well, Bart Scott, also on uh, Get Up on ESPN, has a little bit of advice, a little bit of a tip for Josh Allen. Listen closely, Keeley. Listen to what Bart Scott says could help Josh Allen in the cold against the Patriots. By Agra. Take some Agra for the game, baby. Got to fit that circulation going right. I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so I can't. I don't really have a, a response to that. But you, you play, so there, you must know of, something. I, a lot of us take Viagra, right? Because Viagra opens up the blood okay, vessels. Sir, sir, a lot of us take Viagra. What do you mean? A lot, a lot of, of, a lot of NFL <laughs> players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. A lot of endurance athletes. Viagra. Viagra. That's right. One more time, just to drive it home, please. Viagra. Uh huh. Viagra is what Bart Scott is recommending Josh Allen take to circulate that blood. How do you feel about that, Keely? Because, uh, see, I was just going to say, <laughs> maybe you start throwing early to, to warm up. <laughs> you know, you, you go to that early. Uh-huh. You go to your passing game early. That's, uh-huh. what, I was, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Oh God! So I, just I wanna... hope this doesn't get me fired. Because so, I got, I have all the questions again. As she said from Twitter oh, before, I have feel all, free. I have Fire all away. the questions because because I don't take Viagra. Uh-huh. I, don't, I ain't got that. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I ain't as, got that. As a person that knows nothing about that, <laughs> to, to the people who have it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take 
that uh-huh. to get your blood circulated. Uh-huh. As they say. But the part that it circulates, yeah. how yeah. do you yeah. play like that? Yeah. Uh, so you and I have the same question. Um, so okay. Because I have all the questions. Let <laughs> how me do you speak. Play like that? So as you put it, let me speak as someone who do got that. Okay. 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 Um, I don't know how that's possible because that I would you be was about to enlighten me. Kid. No, no, no. There's no enlightening here. I have the same question because that would have to be wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. And think about it. If you're wearing a jock strap in a cup, especially, and I don't know if Josh Allen does, but I'd be willing to bet he does with the amount of contact he allows himself to take. Uh, if you're wearing a jock strap in a cup and Friday night lights can attest to this and he knows where I'm going. I don't understand how that dynamic works. Uh-huh. Like I don't know where you're actually putting that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how that would work. Viagra before a football game seems like an absolutely terrible idea. Yeah. But I will say this. If Josh Allen can win a Super Bowl, they'll definitely erect a statue of him. Oh, man. Viagra. That's right. Oh, man. Well, well, we've gone off the rails now. Yeah. By Agra. Uh-huh. Uh, Josh, <laughs> I would not recommend what Bart Scott said as a way to play better on uh, uh, against the Patriots. That's just me. That's just me. Because, again, I don't know how that dynamic would work. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. If anybody, uh, a former player, high school, college, Pros, you're listening right now, and you have taken Viagra, like Bart Scott said, was prevalent as he put it in his day. Let me know how that worked. Let me know how uncomfortable that was, and where did you put it? 888 760 3776. I'm not talking about the Viagra pill. We'll put it that way, okay? 888 <laughs> And uh, you can tweet at us uh, with that vital information at ESPN West Palm. Bart Scott also, as we continue off the listening lunch, having some thoughts on Matt Stafford of the Rams. They have a playoff game with the Cardinals coming up on Wild Card Weekend. Here's Bart Scott about what this means for Matt Stafford one of these guys do you trust more but listen a broken clock is right twice a day and listen matthew stafford's been broken but it's about time for that clock to be right i mean he understands that he's playing for his legacy this is a guy that was given every excuse because of the organization which he played in so now you talk about a proud player a great player and he's gonna i think step up and answer the bell because he has to because of all the things that diana said right they gave up you know golf they were in the postseason last last uh, year with what, warford some kid named Warford, right? Yep. And then golf had to yep. play in Green XFL. Bay. You know, and, and if they, you know, fall short of that, then it, it makes everything that he stands for, you know, null and void and saying, hey, he is a loser. It wasn't just the organization. He was part of it. But you trust him? I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to trust him because I, I trust greatness. And greatness steps up when it has to be great. And when you have your pride on the line and when you have your legacy on the line, you step up, you know, you answer the bell. Bart Scott insinuating, Keeley, that this is a legacy-defining, a legacy-establishing game and postseason for Matt Stafford uh, as they embark on this matchup with the Cardinals. And you know what? A guy who, yes, helped lead the Lions to a couple of playoff appearances, a guy who, yes, is one of the greatest Lions quarterbacks of all time, which, honestly, Keeley's not saying a whole lot. Uh, (laughs) You know, being the best of Lions quarterbacks is not saying an awful lot. Uh, I still think Matt Stafford has something to to prove. And when you have a Rams team where your coach and Sean McVay 
Gittily called your your front office when he ran into you on a vacation to Mexico in the offseason and desperately tried to talk you in to requesting a trade to go to your team and you're Matt Stafford and this is your time with a packed roster to finally do something from a winning perspective, a championship perspective, and you can't stop throwing the ball to the other team. I agree with Bart Scott. There is some legacy defining that Matt Stafford could do or won't do in this postseason. I think it's that important for Matt Stafford in these playoffs. Right, the postseason for sure. I, I, I initially thought he was saying just this game. Obviously, you got to get past this game yeah. to continue with the postseason. But, yeah, I mean, it was to the point that when you think about Matt Stafford, you're like, wait, is he still playing? You mean Matt Stafford that played at Georgia? And wait, that played for the line? Wait, what year is this? <laughs> and so, and, <laughs> We're washed. That, well, that's what I'm saying. And, so, and he's 33. So when I start thinking about someone like him who has had all of, uh, who had all the hype, if you remember when he was coming out of Georgia, had all this hype coming out of Georgia. And then unfortunately you get, go to a team like the Lions and still did decently well uh, there when he had Megatron playing with him. But it's the Lions, and you're not going to do great things. Now he does have the opportunity to do it, but, again, at 33, he's on the wrong side of 30. His window is closing. So yeah. I agree with Bart as well. Yeah, it, it, it has to happen this year. Matt Stafford, this is the time. He's never going to have a better situation than he does right now. If he can't get it done, then we remember Matt Stafford as a good quarterback, whereas if he can make a run, he becomes someone that we consider one of the, the great quarterbacks. I think the difference between good and great is appreciable, and I think it's on the line here for Matt Stafford. Bart Scott's right on. Listening lunch here on ESPN 106.3. She's Keely Ferguson, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I am Ken Levicka. The And Ken Levicka Live is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. All right, so we know, Keely, that the Steelers really sort of backed their way into the postseason. Uh, the whole thing almost got derailed in if the Raiders and Chargers would have tied on Sunday night. Uh, Mike Tomlin fell asleep and didn't realize how close the Steelers actually were to not going to the playoffs when it seemed like it was going to be a sure thing. Ben Roethlisberger, he is taking the reverse jinx to a new level. I want you to listen to Ben Roethlisberger talking about the Steelers' chances in this postseason. I would assume as a group you understand that, you know, we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. We're the, out of 14 teams I think are in, we're probably number 14. Um, we're a double-digit underdog in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. <laughs> we don't have much of a chance. We're the 14th team out of 14, so we might as well just go out there and wing it. That's Ben Roethlisberger. Not exactly inspiring words from your future Hall of Famer and your leader on that team, but I actually sort of love it because I think he's just playing into the, hey, you know what? We're going to go, you know what, out. We're going to do whatever we need to do. We're going to get reckless. We're going to get weird with it. And I honestly think that locker room hears that, and they'd receive that better than just some coach speak. We're going to do our best to execute, and we're going to try and go out there and pick up a big victory. I think this loose approach is probably the way to go with this when you have the Chiefs on the horizon. Do you, though? I mean, I think if I were a young guy in the Steelers locker room, I don't know if I would have said if I would have liked that he said that. What it sounds like is an, a future Hall of Famer, twice Super Bowl champion, who may or may not have gotten away with things, and he's like, listen, I'm on borrowed time right now. <laughs> so uh, whatever happens, happens. I got my rings. I know I'm going to Canton. 
I ain't tripping. However, if, I, if I'm his teammate and I'm like, wait, uh, no, no, don't say that. That's not what I want you to say. There was a different way you could have said that. Like, hey, we're going to play our hardest. You could have left it at that. You didn't need to say all that other stuff, Ben. Stone, let's hear Ben Roethlisberger one more time. Let's hear his quote one more time about the Steelers' chances with the Chiefs coming up in the postseason. I would assume as a group you understand that, you know, we probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. We're the, out of 14 teams I think are in, we're probably number 14. Um, we're double-digit underdog in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. That from Ben Roethlisberger. Is that a good idea or a bad idea for the Steelers' locker room? Ben Roethlisberger's, yeah, we're not sure if we should actually be here and we're the 14th team out of 14. Is that the right way to approach it or the wrong way to approach it for that Steelers' locker room? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And as always, you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Is that good leadership or bad leadership from Ben Roethlisberger? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Brightline is back and better than ever. This is always a good idea. New restaurant station upgrades, the new Brightline Plus service to get you to and from stations going car-free, carefree in South Florida. It is easier than ever. The trains are running daily between Miami, West Palm, and Fort Lauderdale. It's the most stress-free way to get through South Florida. Right now, groups of four more can save 25% on smart fares. Just enter the code All Aboard on the Brightline app or on GoBrightline.com and get your discount whether riding with family, friends, or colleagues. Plus, kids under the age of 12 get to ride the Brightline for free with the purchase of an adult ticket. Download the Brightline app or visit GoBrightline.com and enjoy Brightline back and better than ever in 2022. That's Brightline. Check out GoBrightline.com or the Brightline app. And let me tell you, it is the single most stress-free way to get to and from South Florida. I know it because I've done it, because I like kicking my feet up, because I like having a drink in hand, and I like to decompress after a day of work on that yellow bright line train ben roethlisberger pretty interesting approach to the playoffs uh eh, we probably shouldn't be here with the 14th team out of 14 so we're probably not gonna win is that a good idea to keep the locker room loose or is that a bad look from your leader good leadership or bad leadership from ben roethlisberger 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 let's go to bill in port st Lucie. what's going on bill hey man how's it going today good buddy hey, so I, I think it's an amazing idea what he did. Um, born and raised in Pittsburgh, grew up diehard steel fan, bleed to black and gold. That's a Ben thing right there. That that's his leadership. That's the locker room, um, especially with some young guys, the young front line, the young receivers. You know, he's going. He, he's just explaining to these guys. Let's just go have fun. I mean, that's what he did. If you remember back in the two thousand four. 2005 season we had no chance going into cincinnati going into indy going into denver three on the road and then we win the super bowl against seattle i mean that's that's just him that's just him yeah appreciate it bill and that's where i i tend to think a little bit keely that it's more just sort of ben roethlisberger is oafish He's just sort of a, uh, <laughs> he's yeah, what? he's oafish. Like Shrek? Uh, yeah, he's definitely like Shrek. He's okay. got a little Shrek to him. It's sort of like, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Oh, he's Let's an just, ogre. 
Yeah, 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 uh, uh, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like an oaf is a characteristic of an ogre. That might be the the, the correct way to put it. Uh, but like Ben's just sort of like, you know what? I, I agree with you to, that. That yes, he knows he's on borrowed time. So for him, it's just hey, let's go, let's go wing this whole thing. And, but I kind of like that though because the Steelers don't have much of a chance going into Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody with a brain knows that they don't have much of a chance. I kind of like the hey guys, I follow my lead. We're just gonna get weird with it. You don't need to tell By Agra. me. <laughs> you don't get the Viagra. To, you don't need to tell me that though. That's like being like, you know what? I know I'm not that cute, but I'm gonna see if I can go get this chick, and I'm gonna tell this chick like, hey, chick, you know what? I really know I'm not that cute, but would you go to dinner with me? No. Oh man, <laughs> Keely, Keely just channeled my dating life. Oh my god, that brought back a lot of memories. You know what would have helped my dating life an awful lot? Mm-hmm. You know what, Bart. Bart? By Agra. <laughs> That's right.